on 96.7 on your FM dial. This is Hugh Cruzel, and the program is QOL. I mean, actually, QOL really, you know, it's, it's about what's in your life, but sometimes it's also not just what's in your life, but the longevity of your life, the extent of your life. And I'm going to chat with Ron Duquette today about a, a lady who is an inspiration to, to all of us. She even has a day in the calendar named after her. Well, I'm talking about Hazel McCallion, and Ron, you know all about Hazel. You know, what has she done? What I mean, I think we could spend hours on this, couldn't we? Well, we absolutely could. You know, she was uh, our mayor down here in Mississauga for 36 years until she retired six years ago. Uh, she's turning 100 on February the 14th which is an amazing accomplishment in anyone's life. Goodness knows if we could all last that long. But I think the interesting thing about Hazel is that uh, at 100, she still seems to be about 75. Uh, sharp as a tack. She remembers everything. She's active. She, uh, well, of course, COVID has slowed her down a bit, as it has with any everyone. But she's very active and uh, just an, an anomaly, an, an amazing woman to, to begin with, and the fact that she's still going strong is making it even even more amazing. Mm-hmm. As I used the word inspiration earlier because she has done some very inspirational things. My name's Hugh Cruzel, and this program is QOL. It does appear as a podcast as well, and I, I do believe, I think, because this is now February the 1st here, 2021, uh, and, and Hazel's birthday's on the 14th, I think what we're going to do is, is release this as just as quickly as possible so that it can be shared with others and they can remember and, and, and celebrate Hazel's birthday. February the 4th, 100 years ago. I mean, that's stunning. So many changes have happened in her life, in the world, in Canada, in Streetsville. Yes. And, I mean, even if you look at our city, when she became mayor, um, I believe we were about 260,000 strong. So we were kind of this little village to the west of Toronto, if you will. And we're now uh, surpassing 800,000 people. So this city has really grown fast. And she was a major part of that growth through through those 36 years she was mayor. She had some great great training, of course, if we can call it that. She attempted to be a reeve. She was a, a mayor of a smaller uh, community, Streetsville, I mentioned, which is now absorbed into Mississauga. Uh, she's yeah. been on boards on... She, she currently sits, I believe, on the Sheridan College... Or well, the, she's chancellor. Yeah, she's, she's chancellor. She's chancellor of Sheridan College. She's an advisor to the University of Toronto, Mississauga. She sits on the board of the uh, airport authority here in Toronto, which is the biggest airport in the country. She sits on, uh, she's the chief elder officer of Rivera, which is a, a uh, seniors home company that spread throughout the world. Uh, and she's their chief elder officer. And she goes from, from home to home, I guess, on occasion uh, and, and just, chats with the seniors and tries to help them, you know, get through the years of aging and just be, become um, happier in, in their retirement. So I, I, I imagine, I'm, I'm, this is not true, of course, but I imagine she goes over and just taps them on the hand and they, they emerge from their wheelchair and, and stand and dance. Now, Ron, I'm, 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 being ex- I'm exaggerating things here, but I mean, obviously yeah. she, again, there, I go back to the word inspirational. Now, she would know hundreds thousands 
tens of thousands of people in Mississauga and beyond. But I'm thinking you've known her for years because you've been a resident of Mississauga. Well, yes, I've known Hazel for about 45 years, actually. And, and our original connection was that we were both born on the Gaspé coast. And I was born in a small uh, town just up the road from her. And she was mayor of Streetsville at the time that we discovered this. And through that uh, connection, if you will, be, we became pretty good friends. And over the years, I've worked on just uh, dozens and dozens of charity events and various uh, fundraising projects uh, for her. Her mayor's gala we ran, which was um, a fundraiser for the arts, culture, and heritage in the city. We ran for 25 years. And I was uh, active on that project uh, for all those 25 years. I went to Africa with her several years ago to help raise money for children affected by the AIDS pandemic uh, in Tanzania. And we went and filmed uh, various situations there, came back home and told the story at home, if you will, and managed to raise over a million dollars to send over to Tanzania to help that particular cause so you know she she was a woman that wasn't just involved in her community she had a much broader vision of what was going on in the world and she's well known throughout the world one of my favorite stories was that when we we're coming home from that trip to africa we were uh, at the uh, airport in amsterdam and we had an eight-hour layover she said to me well let's go for a walk so we went for a walk around the airport two hours later after hundreds of people are asking for autographs and asking to have their photo taken with Hazel in Amsterdam. We finally got back to our seats. So, you know, as I say, her, her uh, popularity uh, spans across the globe. It really does. Now, she was tapped to, to run federally or maybe even provincially. I don't know about provincially, but she would have had uh, an incredible reach. But she was Happy, content, uh, delighted to continue for 36 years as 36 mayor? 36 years, yeah. 36, 36 years. years. Has that ever been done before? I believe there's one gentleman in Milton, just to our west, uh, who has now just gone over the 36 years. Hmm. It's a testament to her amicability, her her organizational skills, her her commitment to community. I mean, we could list hundreds of things. Now, I have to ask you, how many campaigns did you work on with Hazel? I know you're going to say to me, well, never. Well, we didn't have to. Literally, we didn't <laughs> was a leading to. question, Ron Duquette. I have to tell you, I read uh, Hazel, and you've told me, Hazel never campaigned during an election. She never campaigned. She, she used to say, my campaign starts the first day of the new term. Come election time, she never had a campaign office, never had, you know, pamphlets and, and all that paraphernalia that we typically would have in a campaign. And she'd win by 93%. So, you know, Don Cherry used to say, and I'm going to go out and find that other 70%. Oh, no, I was thinking you were being career. funnier because he's... Oh, no. It was 7%. No, he, he said that once. And, yeah. <laughs> He's going to take a hockey stick to them or something. I don't know. <laughs> but no, she, she, um, she didn't have to campaign. And really, the, the few people that did attempt to take over her job just really fell by the wayside. Very so quickly. was there by acclamation several times, I, I think? There were. Yeah, yes. there, there were, I think, at least three or four times she was acclaimed. So she didn't have to uh, 
run a campaign. So that speaks so highly of not just her, but the people who are part of the municipal administration. I mean, you can have a great leader, but that leader has to have have it has to have repercussions through the whole network of the organization. So I well, guarantee. Yeah. yeah, that's so true. And and she will be the first to say that over those years, she had great counselors working with her, uh, fantastic staff. And, you know, if, you, if the staff admire you and, 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 and recognize that what you're trying to do is good for the city, they're going to work that much harder. And uh, the staff just absolutely adored her. And still do, yeah. yeah, still do. Because she would leave uh, I mean, a she legacy can't walk down the street without somebody asking, asking for her. to shake her hand. <laughs> but she would leave a legacy as well, because it wouldn't have just been the same cohort that moved with her. There would be people who've retired, people who are near retirement, people who are uh, top administrators who started out perhaps in in maybe marriage licenses, who now yeah. are are the head of an HR department. I mean. With a city of 800,000, we're talking a fairly large, but also reasonably sized. Hazel was always one to to right-size her government. Yes, uh, she was very careful with, with the spending. In fact, she built, uh, in the early years, she built uh, a new city hall, a, a sports complex, and a the Living Arts Centre, uh, an arts uh, centre, Without paying, uh, without taxpayer money. Right. So pay as you go. Uh, pay as you go. Right. And, and and I think one of the first things that she did when she first came into office, I believe it was seventy six, she made the developers pay for the infrastructure in their projects. So they had to build, factor in the costs of the schools and the parks and the recreational centers and and the hidden, all the amenities. The hidden yeah. infrastructure, the water, the sewer, the electrical. I, mean, I recall because I was in the development business at the time and, you know, the developers balked and, oh, we can't do that. But they very simply just added that cost onto the price of the house. Hmm. So, you know, everybody won in the long in the long term. And towers. And, uh, I mean, Mississauga is, when I fly into uh, Toronto, YYZ, I, I look over towards, you can see Mississauga from uh, tens of kilometers away. It has become a Toronto 2, like Paris 2. She, our skyline now in the, in the city core is, uh, <laughs> is really interesting from, the, from the, the lake. I'm a sailor and I'm out on the lake quite frequently. And uh, from the lake, you can see the skyline of the city of Mississauga. It almost looks like Toronto. Yes, I know you're a sailor because I can see behind you. There's a po- Now, folks, we are on radio. This is CKLU 96.7. We are on the radio, but Ron Duquette is in Mississauga. and He's got a poster behind him, and it probably says something inspirational about sailing. Let's go to photos. I understand there's an actual book being built to celebrate Hazel's life uh, and and her achievements. That's correct. This is a, a project very near and dear to her heart because the Trillium uh, Health Partnership, uh, the, the hospitals in our city, decided that to recognize her 100th birthday, they would put, put a book together. In fact, it uh, is now being sold online, raising money to upgrade one of our hospitals in the city. And uh, Hazel put all of her efforts behind that book. And I... We're waiting for it to come out. It's on the press now, and I believe it comes out 
just before her birthday. Mere days from now, yes. And I'm waiting for my copy because I think I have a, a few photos in that book. <laughs> so, <laughs> In your 45 years, did, I mean, there are times where leaders waver and they're, they're not sure. Did Hazel, as a routine, reach out for advice, not just to you, to others, you know, not just being so proud and bold of her own decision-making, but really weighing and balancing things out. Was that one of her successful attributes? Absolutely, absolutely. She um, she would uh, take any advice that any of us could, could offer, and not that we had that much to offer, but she listened to everybody. You know, it wasn't just her... Uh, way of doing things it was her team although she's been although she's been um perhaps people have named her hurricane hazel because she was bold and did things and and was there i uh, i know of a story i've read it and I, i maybe you can confirm it that she actually went to a fellow a man who was in uh distress involved with the police and had it been hours of a standoff, and she personally went and, uh, I guess, talked him down and said, look, we need our, our is, is this correct? Is that what happened? It's absolutely correct. And he, he was up on the roof of his house, and he wouldn't come down. And uh, he said, I won't come down until Hazel McCallion tells me to come down. And she was, uh, I guess, driving her car at the time, and she heard about this on the radio, and she drove over there, and she said, now, you get down off that roof. You know, these uh, police officers and these fire uh, engines and fire people have better things to do. What was what would happen if there was an emergency and you're sitting on that roof and all that equipment is sitting here? You get down. And, and that happened. Well, it actually happened. Now, she has dealt with emergencies. <laughs> One of the big ones was very soon after her election. Uh, she went from Streetsville to being the mayor of Mississauga. And there was a... An explosion. There was tw- how many thousand people had to be moved, and Hazel got it done. But the, that was the great train derailment uh, in 1979, I think it was 79. Yes, um, I, I will never forget it, and a lot of us who live here won't either. The derailment uh, caused chlorine gas to be exposed and, and go up into the uh, atmosphere. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, 230,000 people had to be evacuated from the city, which I think at the at that time was the largest peacetime evacuation in North America. Without any and, fatalities, without any yes, she was. Well, she was. She was the only fatality. She, she sprained her ankle. ankle and <laughs> had to run around on crutches for the latter part of it, but yeah, she she just took that uh, that situation. Uh, in hand, and she organized the team that that were going to get everything solved, and just and, so, and, and I think that's probably how she gained worldwide popularity because right. that news story spread throughout the world. It was such a big story. So it one yeah. one wonders then why the premier didn't tap Hazel McCallion on the shoulder and say, "You know the pandemic," and she would say, "I know all about it. Um, I've got great people who can advise me." why he didn't say Hazel McKellen you take this over and you make this work I think she's been scouted if you will by virtually all of the political parties in the province and in the country and she's turned them all down she just uh, loves Mississauga what she's doing here was important to her and uh, she just wanted to 
complete the job and, and get it done before she retired. Well, she so she retired at ninety what six 90, years old. I know. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Okay, because I have a connection with Carp. You must, in your discussions with her, and and not to share exactly to reveal, uh, you know, deep down secrets or things. I mean, how does she keep doing it? How does she keep on top of it? How does she? I mean, if she's a hundred, what's her secret? You know, I've asked her that many times. It, it's really interesting. Uh, she's she's never been in the hospital. She has takes no medication. She says occasionally I'll take an aspirin if I if I have a headache. She's uh, fit as a fiddle, and I I keep saying to her, you know, I think I know what it was, Hazel. It was it was that cod liver oil that we as kids had to take every day down on the Gaspé coast <laughs> because our parents said it would keep us healthy. I think I used to spit it out all the time. You probably took twice as much as you were supposed to, but no, she she's an anomaly. You know, she really is. She looks after herself now, mind you. She takes, she eats properly, she exercises. She interacts with people. Interacts she's kept with people. her mind yeah. lively. She's kept her body active. Is that the solution? Is, is you know, she's never, I, I've been at events with her and, oh, she has a plate or somebody brings her something. I've, 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 I've enjoyed her company. We've laughed. We've talked about things, which we're going to talk about in a minute. And, but she was always gracious. I mean, I remember her eating i mean she's not a bird she she no no pretty close to it, <laughs> she nibbles <laughs> she nibbles okay the yeah. last time i saw hazel we uh she actually turned to me and she said now you you live in sudbury don't you you come from sudbury and i said yes she says oh i i know sudbury and i she said how is it there and i said well hazel it's not like mississauga we have potholes and she laughingly said to me what's a pothole you don't have potholes. We don't see a lot of potholes. They get they get filled very quickly. Trust me. Not only with, with Hazel, but I think all of the various counselors uh, sending the message uh, as they're doing their daily chores. You know, there's a pothole on Thomas Street. You better get that fixed real quick. <laughs> I imagine that so. leads to a happier population. And with that, a happy council, a happy mayor. I mean, there isn't you know, recrimination, that pothole's been there for a year. Can't, I can't believe it. That that manhole cover, just every time I go over, it makes noise. That culvert is, is falling apart. The library, things don't, things seem to work really well in Mississauga. And I don't get it why it doesn't work like that everywhere else. Well, yeah, that's a very good point. I, and I'm not sure I can pinpoint why it works so well. It just seems to. And, and you know, we're, we're, uh, we're growing really fast. We have three or four huge developments uh, in the very very early stages going on right now in this city. And I suspect that, you know, down the road, we're going to start to see traffic issues and a few things like that once these projects get completed and the population grows and everything else. It's, it's natural. It's going, it's going to happen. But, you know, the planning people um, are very careful with the projects that come in and, and they're assessed and, and you know, they, they go out. And, you know, it, it used to be that you could get a, a building permit in this city. I know back in the 70s, within a couple of weeks. But now it takes you four or five years for, for a fairly major project. Because yeah, of so environmental things, assessments, because of all the implications. All the various assessments, yeah. So things don't move that quickly, but when they do, 
I think uh, both the, the city and the developers feel that it's this is what the right way we've got to do this. Yeah. Pre-pandemic. And, 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 like, and like everywhere else, you know, the, the public have their say in what happens with with projects. So you get uh, community groups getting together and, and arguing and fighting with projects and dealing with the, uh, the, the city to get them changed if necessary. Adapted, so it's, it's a good moved, process. relocated, yes. As a friend and as, as a person who was involved in business in Mississauga, now you've been retired for some time. You, you didn't turn off that relationship. You kept it alive. You you continued to be involved. You you live quite close to Hazel. Do you do you tootle over sometimes for a cup of tea? Oh, absolutely. She just uh, a couple of blocks away, and you know, in the summertime especially, uh, I'll give her a call and say, "What are you up to?" And she'll say, "Nothing." Oh, well, come on over. We'll have a cup of coffee and sit in the backyard. She has a lovely backyard and chat about things what's going on or what we'd like to get done that sort of thing do you and, think that uh, the 36 years and, and her personality of course really led to mississauga being what it is today and will be in the future i mean it, it it's that you know rather than the four-year cycle it it was a 30-year cycle 36 yes is that what makes sure. the difference i think so you know uh, it's and you know you've got to remember she if you if you include when she became Reeve of Streetsville all the way through to becoming mayor business she's got fifty years of politics behind her that's a long time and she was involved that's in media briefly too I, I understand in her time in Streetsville she, they had she and her husband had a small newspaper they did that that's right the the Streetsville Booster <laughs> and the Streetsville Booster was a, a kind of a unique publication because it only published good news oh well we need more of those i think because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. newspapers today mostly publish bad news i don't like that's that. right. in fact that's if right. if anything maybe looking back hazel was a good news person she, she sure was everybody believed in her and uh she took the bull by the horns and you know she did it at a time when uh women in politics was just unheard of right you know, and uh, she broke the barrier and it opened it up for a lot of women, not only in politics, but in hockey. I, I mean, she is. She did play hockey, is, yes. She played hockey in Montreal as a, as a teenager, made $5 a game, she said. She was very proud of that. And that, was, that was good money in those days. And uh, look what she's done for women's hockey. She was largely responsible for getting women's hockey into the Olympics. It's amazing, isn't it? Okay, we have to do the the centenary thing. In her time, I mean, even in your time, uh, because you're in your your 70s, not to give the number away exactly, massive change. Change in everything. The landscape of our urban landscape, our rural landscape, the the loss of farmland in some cases, but uh, airports, flying, jets, the reach of the world, the fact we don't take boats to go to Europe anymore. We get on a plane and in six hours, well, we used to until today, but anyways, uh, you know, Ron Duquette, such radical change. How does one absorb all that change? You know, you're right. Uh, When I think back to my childhood, uh, my my goodness, you know, we had the Iceman come uh, once a day with a block of ice to put in the, uh, the, well, it wasn't a refrigerator, it was just a cooler of 
what have you. And the milkman used to come and, you know, look, uh, yeah, it, it, the, the changes from childhood through it, it's been fascinating. It's been exciting. And I, I wonder when I look at my grandkids and wonder what they're going to go through with changes in the, in the world during their lifetime. And it's, well, here we are, we're having a uh, Buck Rogers conversation or, or Green Lantern. I'm on my phone. I, and I do apologize, folks. The, uh, the, audio quality is not as good as being on my laptop. I was having some issues. I must not be doing something right. <laughs> but we are we are having a Buck Rogers moment. We're having I'm having a conversation right. with you on a small device. Yeah. It's incredible. Think of the changes that are going to happen in communications in the next decade for that matter. Uh, I mean it's scary. I I just it, it's and it's moving so fast. Mm-hmm. So fast. My my son is, uh, is in the technology side of things, and he's a forensics expert and works on um, forensics crime issues and things of that nature. You know, the, the, the bad guys are just seemingly one step ahead of, of everybody, uh, and you just can't keep up with it. Well, they know? must be younger than I am because... <laughs> yeah. I couldn't handle it. Now, <laughs> let's just return to Hazel for the last few moments. And, uh, you know, how is she dealing with technology? Did she grasp it and move forward and say, let's do this? I mean, I would say yes. I mean, it's an easy yes, I'm supposing. Oh, absolutely. I, I had a Zoom meeting with her yesterday. And no problems, <laughs> you know. Here, I can't get mine started and you had one with Hazel. <laughs> <laughs> and there, there she is sitting in her living room very comfortably you know, having a chat on Zoom. So she's she's uh, grown up with the technology and uh, she understands Is that it. part of all uh, of this too, Ron? Is that what it really is? Being adaptive, being, being agile, being... I know that word is overused often. Is that what it is, what's kept Hazel on the forefront, in the game, on top of things? I think so. You know, she, um, she could have retired... Uh, who knows in her 80s but she went on to 90 96 years old and and she was very capable even through those years of doing what she was doing and staying on top of things like technology and what have you and uh yeah why give up if you if you're able to do it I, you know i don't think she had any interest in retirement because there wasn't anything for her to do you know, her husband uh, died several years ago. She lives on, she still lives in her own house, by the way, on, yes. her, on her own. Does all her own gardening. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. An inspiration. I have used that word several times. An inspiration definitely to you, Ron Duquette, and to, to all of us who, who have known her. I, I, I continue to know her. Uh, may we celebrate her 101st year uh, next year. Well, I tell you, if, uh, if you're, Folks up there in Sudbury are interested. We're putting on a uh, fairly major tribute for her on the 14th, on her birthday. 100 Minutes in 100 Years, it's called. We brought together uh, 13 different uh, performances, along with kind of a mini documentary of her life, uh, mixed in with messages from the Prime Minister on down throughout the show. And it's it's very exciting. We're just in the final stages of putting it together now. And so if your folks uh, up there want to tune in on the 14th at 7.30 in the evening, all they have to do is go to the website of the Mississauga Arts Council 
and they'll be able to link on to Facebook Live or YouTube and watch the show, and I'm sure they'll enjoy it. And, that, and they'll learn a lot more than we've been able to cover in this <laughs> short know, time about Hazel, too. That is so true. I want to thank Ron Duquette for appearing here today on QOL. This is Hugh Cruzel. The program is available to you at 96.7 on your FM dial. Or you can just Google my name, Hugh Cruzel, in the word podcast, and it'll be there for you as well. We'll make it available on Twitter and a number of other platforms as well. Certainly available on Apple and, and Google Play. Ron Duquette, thank you so much for your conversation today. My pleasure. Enjoy talking to you, and we'll have to do it again sometime.